Aloha and welcome once again to another episode of the Hawaii Vacation Connection. My name is Bruce Fisher and thank you very much for checking in with us for this Friday. It's Aloha Friday, October 26th. 2012. This is our 532nd episode. So glad you're here. Got a lot to talk about. Going to do some shout outs. Going to answer some questions. Going to talk a little bit about surfing. If I have enough time, I want to talk about how important room service is if you're going to be coming here to Hawaii and if you need that as part of your stay. All as we get through the podcast, it's just brought to you by us. We're the owners of Hawaii Aloha Travel. We're in Hawaii, Hawaii's experts. And you can catch us on the web at www.hawaii-aloha.com. We're in Hawaii. That's all we do is book Hawaii vacations. If you want to reach out to us, you can also call us at 1-800-843-8771. Just pick up the phone old school. But you know what? We're in the new age, the new digital age. You can just reach out to me right here. Uh, Just write to me, bruce at hawaii-aloha.com. I can help you with your itinerary. We can figure out what you're doing and get the most out of your trip to Hawaii because that's all we do here. We have over 15 agents either born or raised or lived here most of their lives. And it is kind of cool that we have like podcasts and things to to communicate with each other and now Facebook and Twitter and I'm on all of that. I'm really transparent and I love talking to people and I love helping folks with their Hawaii vacation. This is my passion, you know. Of course, I want you to book with me, but you don't have to book with me. We can still share information. I'm sure there's something I can do for you to earn your business or to help you in some way. And that's what I want to do because I think that information goes a long way to, uh, to getting people to really have the best time when they come to Hawaii. I really want people to have vacation experiences of a lifetime because sometimes it really is right you've been saving up maybe you've, you've been you've been looking for information about hawaii you finally stumbled across the podcast and now you've got it we've got lots of information here and that's all we're going to do is share stuff with you and uh let me get right to down to it we've got some shout outs that i want to uh do here the first one is to jason christopherson He's a longtime listener, and thank you so much, Jason. And Jason actually wrote to me the other day. He had seen a price on Expedia, and he wanted to know if we could either match it or beat it, and of course we could. And it was one of those aha moments for me because I could get out onto my Facebook page and say, I love it when I can beat the shit out of Expedia, which is what we did. We really blew away the price on that one. And, you know, sometimes with Expedia, you know, he wrote back and he said, sometimes with Expedia, you know, you could see one price one minute, one price another minute. Now, he was, he's was he been listening to the show. And for those of you who listen often, you know I talk about advanced booking. So he's going to be coming out in August. And that's really advanced, okay? That's like over 10 months out, right? Um, we recommend start looking about eight months out. So he's really asking the question of whether or not it's he, he really should be booking it now based on the airfares and whether or not those airfares can come down. And, you know, I think he can wait a little bit. I think he can wait a little bit, Jason, on that. Uh, but I would continue to keep looking. You know, it doesn't take but a few minutes to go checking around and see what the airfare is. And then you know already with your experience with us that we can, we can beat it. And, you know, really, that's all I'm asking from you guys who are listening to the show and kind of getting my advice is let me get a fair shot at your booking. You know, I love working with the folks personally. And I tell you, it gives me some satisfaction that lately you guys have been listening and I've been getting a, hearing a lot of uh, comments from you guys and getting feedback and also emails from you who are who, folks who are working on itineraries and want to see, can we really beat it? Take the challenge, you know, take the Aloha Bruce challenge, uh, get that itinerary over to me. Let me see what I can do with it. Let me see if I can make it better. 
Let me see what I can add to it if you're already satisfied with it. Because I'm right here, that's all we do, and that's the real advantage of working with a company in the destination you're going to and not the destination you're coming from. So without this sounding too much like a plug, which I'm not really trying to do, I just really get excited when people contact us and we really love to be at Expedia, you know? And you know, you wanna support local business and, and small businesses, you know, and that's what we are. You know, we, we do pretty good, but we're considered a small business, right? We're, our biggest competitors are these big multinational corporations, you know, with their big budgets, advertising budgets, and their tax breaks and everything else they get. And we still compete. We still beat them. So it shows you how much money those guys are making on you. You think they don't make a lot of money on you. They do. And they do all kinds of things that, you know, you're not aware of. And I won't, I won't digress too much about Expedia and the OTAs and my feelings for them. Another shout out to Timothy L. And he wanted to... Uh, say that he kind of disagreed with uh, the podcast that we did about Maui, Maui no Kaoi. He wasn't really disagreeing with me necessarily, but he was disagreeing with our guest Catherine because she wasn't, she didn't get overwhelmed by Maui. And I can understand that. And I think it's, I think she was coming more from somebody who lives here rather than somebody who visits the islands. Because uh, quite frankly, I always, I say this often too, that I think Maui is an awesome place to visit. It's, it's really, I, I would definitely include it in a vacation. But when people compare Maui and let's say to Oahu, you know, sometimes I think Oahu gets a bad rap because I think we have everything that Maui has and more. In fact, I think that Oahu of course, here's my prejudice against my island, the island of Oahu, but I really think that we have everything that every island has except a volcano, an active volcano. Uh, sure, Haleakala is a, is a big advantage, and they, obviously there's some natural wonders on, on Maui that you have to go for, but I mean, I think that it just brings up the point that when people live here and they live on a particular island, they're more partial to that island. So if I'm from Oahu, I'm going to be a little more partial to Oahu, right? And if somebody's from Maui, they might be a little more partial to Maui and Big Island and so forth. So we all uh, we all pick the island that we live on for a reason, and uh, they're all very good reasons, and there's really no better island than the other islands. He also wants to shout out Rissa, who's over at the old Lahaina Luau. And you know, any chance that we can get to send shout outs to local businesses and local companies that do a great job, we want to do it, right? And old Lahaina Luau is one of our highly recommended luau's over on Maui. It's considered one of the most traditional type of luau's. You can even get traditional seating or, um, uh, or um, table seating. Traditional seating means you'll be on a mat on the floor. You know, and you are more up more front, so keep that in mind. And a big shout out to Rissa. I guess she works there. She he really wasn't specific about that. Another comment comes in here, and I guess this is a question. This is from uh, another podcast listener. I just I just love hearing from you guys. So yeah, if you are a podcast listener, make sure you reach out to me. Let me know you're listening to the show. If you like the show, tell me where you listen to the show. I love hearing those stories. And you can just write me Bruce at Hawaii-Aloha.com. Now, Josh says he's he loves the podcast. He's been listening to them. Uh, he says, unfortunately, he's, he planned his trip before he found the podcast, which happens a lot. You guys are finding me after you've already booked because now you're excited about your trip and you're doing your research, you know, and you, you, you find it uh, and then you find me, which is okay because I can help you with things like that. In fact, let me give you an opportunity to let you know about a new service we have here. It's our Hawaii Guest Services Program, and it's a free concierge service from us here at Hawaii Aloha. And we can do things like help you plan your 
restaurant reservations, give you suggestions for things to do. We can talk about troubleshooting and help you while you're here on the island. It's just a free thing that we're doing. And uh, one of the gentlemen who is doing it with us is Makana. He's one of our agents. So um, write to me, Bruce, at hawaii-aloha.com. I'm going to put some information about this on our podcast page. So for those of you who have already booked your vacations and you just need a helping hand here in Hawaii, we've got a free service for you guys. So um, please uh, let me know, Bruce at Hawaii-Loa.com. Just reach out to me, and I'll let you know about this free service and get you in touch with Armakana. But anyway, uh, Josh was asking me, you know, about the the Big Island, and he's going to be there um, in the next few days, I guess. And he's got a seven and ten year old. He wants to know where's the best beach in my opinion, for snorkeling and going with the kids. And I have to say, it's and, and you, you really, just doing a quick search on Google, you find this, but I already knew it, and it really is true. It's that the Kahalu'u Beach is really kind of the best place uh, for snorkeling, and it's safe, and it's good for kids. It's really great. It's right in Kailua, Kona, and it's one of a few places that really have a wide variety of fish population down there for you to see when you're snorkeling. It's like a sheltered cove, so you really can't go wrong. So it's very safe, and it'll be a great place for you to go with the kids. Hopefully that helps you, Josh. And keep in touch with me. I'd like to hear more about your trip after you come back. And I know next time you promise to work with us here at hawaii-aloha.com. So hopefully that helps you out. Another question comes in from Denise uh, Stempine, and she's actually a Facebook friend. Don't forget we got the Facebook page. You can post questions there. I Usually on uh, Thursday, I start asking for questions. And if you have a question, just post it there, and then I'll answer it on the show the next day. Denise wants to know, actually she has two questions. She's asking, is there any truth to the rumor that the Pillbox hike trail will be closed? And do you need permission to visit the Kaina Kapupu ruins? Well, two good questions. And to get the answer to those questions, I actually reached out to Wade from Wade's World Hawaii. We work with Wade's World, by the way, and if a lot of you who are stumbling on me or stumbling on him, you're finding both of us, and we work together, actually, and we book his tours, and he's got some of the best tours. If you want to get on one of his tours, we got some great deals. Get in touch with me, and I'll, and I'll put you in touch with uh, Wade as well. But uh, I reached out to him. I asked him the question, and he says that they're thinking of closing Pillbox Trail for maintenance, but not for good because they actually lack the funding to do anything like that. Now, he wanted to remind me that several people have been hurt on Pillbox as of late, and a lot of work needs to be done to that trail. So if you are going to be doing that, be very careful. And, you know, unfortunately, like a lot of projects here in Hawaii, they're just so underfunded, and they just don't have the manpower to maintain these trail systems. And it's a shame. It's a crime because people are going to get hurt out there. Now, as far as the Kania Apupu ruins are concerned, that stands for King's Summer Home. It's been a really touchy sub subject over the years here in Hawaii because the DNLR, which is the Department of Land and Natural Resources, oversees this location and it's under their Historical Preservation Division. And there's been some conflicting reports about what's going on there. And the DNLR, since 2006, has been trying to get a permit for that location because there have been people going there and walking on sacred ground areas that shouldn't be walking on them. But not having the funding to maintain the permit and location, it has been an issue. And what Wade said was what is a fact is that 
This is a state-maintained site and considered to be under the control of the DNLR. And he said that he called and he couldn't get a straight answer from anybody there on the permit question. So when I talked to him about this, he said that he, it reminded of him and he decided that he was going to call again. And he said he reached the supervisor there at the DLNR and the ruins is in a restricted watershed area and a permit must be obtained. But the thing about this is the permit is free. So hopefully that answers your questions, Denise. You do need a permit there. If you're going to do it, it's absolutely a must. And be careful on that pillbox trail because uh, we don't want anybody getting hurt. Okay, we've got another question from Stephen James McLean. And he's asking, what hotels offer military discounts? And we get this question pretty often. If you're a member of the military, very often you're used to military discounts. If you're in the active duty military and you're actually... In the military, you can get military rates from almost all the hotels. They have special military rates. Um, now, if you're not and you're retired, you can still get reservations. I only know of one hotel, and that's the Holly Koha here on Oahu. So, but we can't we can't get military rates at all. That's the one thing we cannot get. So, and it's one thing that sometimes can be actually cheaper. I have to admit that that's where we can get beat on military rates. And uh, so if you are a military and you're active military, you certainly can take advantage of those things. And you should just call the hotels directly, almost all of them. I can't think of a hotel that doesn't have military rates. So hopefully that helps you out. All right, I wanted to talk a little bit about surfing lessons because it's a popular activity to try while you're in Hawaii. And I get the question pretty often, starting around this time of year and especially the first few months of the new year for some reason because that's when surf starts to really go off up on the north shore and it's always interesting to get a wide opinion on topics especially one like this and this is why we looked and we branched out to facebook about this question we asked our fans did you get surfing lessons when you came to Hawaii or are you planning to try when you come here? And we had some interesting reviews about this. The majority of comments that we got, uh, people stated that they have not yet tried surfing. And that really surprised me because I thought a lot of people, you know, do that when they're here. And then I even heard from people who are locals telling me they never had tried surfing or even got surfing lessons, but um, that they were planning on doing it that the next time they were here. And one response mentioned sharks. And she figured that as long as sharks leave the land to her, she's going to leave the ocean to them. And, you know, while surfing may, may or may not be your priority for your vacation here to Hawaii, here's some of the things that I'd like to just say about it if you're planning to do it. You know, from a beginner's perspective, if you plan to take surf lessons in Hawaii, then it's a good idea to know what the seasons of the waves are. The south and east-facing shores catch summer swells. Now, swells mean bigger waves whereas the north and west-facing shores catch the winter swells. So that's like up on the North Shore when you hear about the surfing competitions that happens up there. Of course, the unpredictability of the oceans and nature always changes these kinds of conditions. But for the most part, for the most part you can pretty much say this is the rule of thumb. The North Shore of Oahu is notorious for its Seven Mile Miracle. That's a stretch of sand that offers some of the most best surf in the world. Now, for beginners, the only place we recommend taking a surf lesson is out on Chun's Reef and maybe Turtles Bay 
on the North Shore. Otherwise, you really want to go to more protected places, either in Waikiki or over on the east side of the island, where you can also get surf lessons. Um, and it's always more fun if you do this with somebody else, so I recommend dragging somebody along with you if you're going to be doing it. Uh, bring your sister, your boyfriend, your brother, somebody, or your dad, somebody with you for the lesson. Or you can just book a group lesson or with your whole family, just the whole family go. And this is going to be an afternoon of just fun and entertainment. It's going to be an adventure for you guys that you're never going to forget. And if you're really trying to get serious about it, you can do one-on-one -on -one lessons where you, or a small group lesson where you get really you know, personal instruction. And they're going to work on things, a little more technical things like your stance, your pop-up, and your balance when you do that. And it, it's similar to skiing, I think. You know, if you stick with it, for even a couple or three days here and getting those personal lessons, you'll be surfing like a pro in no time. But seriously, it's, it's pretty easy to stand up and ride the wave on, on one of those big, large boards because they're huge. You know, you really, you're like standing on a giant, like, thing on the water that floats. So there's a lot of buoyancy there. And same with stand-up paddle boarding. If you get, the first time I did stand-up paddle boarding, I stood up and did it the first time. And I had never done it before because the board is huge. You can't really fall off of it. It's seriously a great way to have some fun and get kind of get out of your comfort zone. And it's a sport that a lot of people envy. You know, it's free. It's athletic. If you start to do it, you know, it's outdoorsy. It's kind of a way of life. If you talk to surfers, I have a lot of surfing buddies. And although I'm not a surfer, they are, and they talk about it all the time, and they have a code of ethics, and it's sort of a way of life, and you can really change your life if you get get into it. And not to mention, it's a great way to catch up on your tan without just laying in the sun, right, to get, to get rays. Um, it's also uh, recommended that you bring um, a, snorkel and a, a snorkel and a mask with you when you go surfing, because you, know, you may want to do that, and you can see stuff underwater, and then maybe have your board tethered and then go down and, and look at stuff. And for those of you who have shark phobias, don't worry. We just did actually just did a whole blog post about that. It turns out that we're not a meal for sharks after all. Humans are not really the target for sharks. And it was funny. I was talking to a surfing friend of mine the other day and he says, there's a shark that goes up and down from like um, Diamond Head to Coelho's up and down the coast. And they call him the resident manager and it's the shark that everybody knows and he doesn't bother anybody so i don't think it's a big concern so don't worry about sharks if you're going to be here so hopefully that helps you out get those lessons get into it we have more information on our website we just added a new place that you can get surf lessons right down in waikiki from the beach boys it's a great program that we have we also have a great one out here in on the east side where they take you out to seconds here which is a great spot to learn how to surf and it's probably be, it's kind of like old school old school surfing so if you want those kind of old school type surfing lessons and i think those are the best ones to get give me a call i'll get you hooked up with it it's also on our website we have a whole activity engine and you go on our website hawaii-aloha.com click on the activities and you'll see uh, all the suggestions and our favorite activities are there so you don't have to wade through you know hundreds of activities to see which ones are the best ones we've got them all picked out for you all of my best recommendations are there so you want to check that out it's hawaii-aloha.com slash activities Wow, I am running way over time. I'm not going to be able to talk about room service, but I just wanted to say that there are some hotels like the Hilton Hotel in Waikiki that is discontinuing room service. We're starting to see this as a trend, and I wondered how important it was 
for folks to get room service when they're on their Hawaii vacations. And I put that to, a, to the Facebook page and you might want to get over there and see some of the answers that we got about that. Most people, I was surprised also that a lot of people just don't really care. They don't, they don't care about room service. It's so expensive and it's gotten so ridiculous that it's, it's sometimes not even worth it. But there are others that do appreciate room service and are wondering why the hotels just don't give it as an option anyway. Uh, it's just you know hard to believe that they're going to be kind of phasing that out. They have some of these to-go menu type of things that you can call up on the phone or go on an app and do it. And I don't know. It's just uh, it just kind of takes away the the fun out of room service when you call and you get your room service and they come knocking on the door. But anyway, uh, we'll save that for another time. And I'll also all I have to do is really get over to the Facebook page. We'll have a whole discussion. And also, I'll, I'll put a link to the uh, we did a whole blog post about this and. Uh, you can check out the information about that as well, the room service issue. Anyway, that's going to do it. That's going to wrap it up. Don't forget to reach out to me, Bruce at Hawaii-Aloha.com. I want to help you plan your Hawaii vacation. And if I can't help you, we have 15 agents here. Give us a call. Get involved. 1-800-843-8771. You can reach me on Twitter, on Facebook. I'll instantly answer your questions pretty much anytime you're asking because I'm constantly connected to this thing so hopefully i will hear from you and i look forward to that that's gonna do it hope you're having a great day wherever you are if you're listening to this on friday hope you have a great weekend for my beautiful wife yaling for all of us here at hawaii aloha travel i'll say aloha and mahalo